You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Ngayon po, tayo po ay dadako muli sa katlong yugto ng uh, ating serye na pinamagata nating Remember This. Sabihin nga po natin, Remember This. Okay. At ating pong pinag-aaralan dito, ang mga bagay na naisipalala ng Panginoon, lalong-lalo na po kung sino siya, ano ang kanyang pagkatao o pagkadiyos, ano ang kanyang mga ginagawa, nang sa ganun, sa tuwing tayo dumadaan sa mga oras at panahon na ikangay naliliglig tayo, ito po yung nais ng Diyos na alalahanin natin. So na, na, naka, ngayon po ikatlong uh, linggo na sa yugtong ito. Now, tatanungin ko po kayo, Tingin niyo gaano kahalaga ang integridad at katapatan ng isang tao? Tingin niyo, naranasan niyo na po ba na malaglag sa mga bagay-bagay? Ilaglag kayo ng kausap niyo, you know, umasa kayo, yung bang tipong sinabi niyo doon sa kaibigan niyo sa ibang tao, hindi ako pahihindian neto, you know, and then paglapit mo, biglang humindi. You know? Those people na talagang asang-asa ka, natutulong sa'yo, biglang sasabihan ka ng asa pa you. Yeah. Minsan, uh, hindi po, you know, yung mga ganong sitwasyon, minsan nakaka-discourage, nakaka hindi ho ba? Malakas maka-frustrate ang mga bagay niyon. Naalala ko po, may kwinento po noong biyernes, may kwinento po sa amin si, uh, si Leo, yung ating uh, admin ng pastoral, ng discipleship. Sabi niya, noon daw, meron, meron po siyang isang kaibigan, lalaki, at uh, siya po ay uh, ikakasal na sa kasawi ang palad nung araw ng kasal hindi sumipot yung babae ni Haniho wala you know nung, nung kinikwento sa amin ni Leo napaisip ako eh sabi ko kung ako kaya ang nandoon could you imagine naka siguro nakasuit o nakabarong you know nervous na nervous sa babayaran gastusin <laughs> at iniutang pa <laughs> yung gagasusin doon. Tapos hindi sisipot. Ang masaklap ni Honey Ho, wala. Nako, palagay ko tamang backslide yun. Ano? Palagay ko, hahuntingin ko yung babaeng yun. <laughs> At sheserang ko uli ng gospel para maborn again uli. Buti lang hindi ganun ang ginawa ni Malu sa akin. Na Miss Lisa. <laughs> Pag ganun ba pwedeng idemanda yun? Ah, talaga? Wow. Oh, so yun, pagka tinakbuhan mo kayo, <laughs> pwede raw hong idemanda yun. Anong kaso nun, Ms. Lisa? Ah, damages. Tama, tama. Kasi madami, no? Damages. Yun po ang ating pag-uusapan ngayon. Ang kahalagahan ng integridad at katapatan, hindi ng tao, ng Diyos. Pero in a way, it will also, we will also discuss somehow na in response, makita rin natin gaano ba tayo katapat at gaano ba tayo katotoo sa ating salita pagdating sa Diyos. Sa tuwing tayo nananalangin, we remind God of His promise. But the question is, when God does His promise, do we do what we have promised God? Malakay, ikaanim na kabanata, patungo na tayo sa isa sa mga paborito nyo at excited kayo sa talatang ito. Okay, simulan po natin basahin. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. 
from the days of your fathers, you have turned aside from my statutes and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, how have we robbed you? In your tithe and contribution or offering. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to practice or to test, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soil and your vine in the field shall not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. Then all nations will call you blessed for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord of hosts. Salamat po Panginoon muli sa inyong salita at aking pong dalangin ang inyong gabay sa pag-aaral namin ito. O Diyos, Salamat po na muli mong patutotohanan sa iyong salita ang iyong katapatan. Na ikaw ang Diyos na hindi nagbabago, ikaw ang Diyos na pareho noon, ngayon at magpakailanman. Nawa o Diyos sa aming mga pag-aaralan, manatili sa aming mga puso at isipan ang katotohanan ito at kami makatugon ng gayon din sa iyo. Ito ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Actually, ito pong mga binasa nating talata ay ilan lamang, isa po lamang ito sa mga talatang medyo marami ang napapailing. Marami ang uh, ika nga ay uh, umiiwas na pag-usapan ng bakang bagay nito. Pero kailangan natin maintindihan sa konteksto ng sinulat ni Malakay. Now again, atin pong tinatalakay na ang mga bagay na ito ang dapat nating maalala. So, quick, just quick review. Now, we need to understand that we have to respond. Yun po ang ating unang pinag-usapan, that God is loving. Alalahanin mo, tandaan mo, huwag mong kalilimutan. Ang Diyos ay mapagmahal. At ang unang burden sa puso ng Panginoon is for us to respond. Tumugun po tayo kung sino siya at kung ano ang kanyang ginagawa sa ating buhay. At ang sabi po yan, we need to respond in God's love. Okay? Or to God's love. Kailangan ganun din ang ating pakikitungo sa Kanya. Ang pag-ibig natin sa Kanya ay dapat na ganun din katibay. Sinabi rin po natin ng ikalawang linggo na alalahanin natin to, tandaan po natin ang bagay na to, that God is the great King. Yun po ang ating uh, uh, pinag-usapan nun. At mayroong tatlong oracles or burden binanggit ang Panginoon on how we should respond to God bilang ating dakilang hari. At sabi natin that as great king, we need to honor God. Ibig sabihin, maging, maging cautious tayo, maging maingat tayo kung ano at papaano natin uh, binibigay ang mga bagay na binibigay natin sa Diyos at ganoon din ang kung, kung papaano tayo nagdilingkod o kung ano man ang ating ginagawa para sa Kanya. It should always be honorable. When we do things for God, it should always be honorable. Kaya nga naniwala ko that even kung, kung kunyari, whether sa trabaho natin o sa pag-aaral natin o saan man, kung ano man ang ating ginagawa, kung ito'y ginagawa natin para sa Diyos, sabi ni Pablo sa Colossus, do things for His glory. 
And for that to become glorious sa harapan ng Panginoon, then it should be honorable. Pinakausapan din po natin as a great king that we have to be faithful as God's covenant people. Kailangan tayo maging tapat sa Kanya. Sa, sa, sa pagkakaroon natin ng tipan sa Kanya dahil ang Kanyang katapatan ay nasa atin. At ito'y inalintulad niya sa relasyon ng isang mag-asawa, ang lalaki at ang babae, na ayon ng Diyos na ang mag-asawa ay naghihiwalay. At ang ika, ikatlong oracle, yung burden niya, is that we need to continue to put our hope in God. Na darating ang panahon, whether we like it or not, in fact, may mga pagkakataon nangyayari na ito na ang Diyos po ay patuloy na naglilinis at dinadalisay ang bawat isa sa atin. At minsan, or should I say, mas madalas, na ginagamit niya ang mga sitwasyon na ikang ay parang makakapagliglig sa atin. Hindi para tayo parusahan, hindi para tayo pahirapan, kundi para maunawaan natin kung ano-ano ang mga bagay na nais baguhin ng Diyos sa ating buhay. Ngayon, ang pag-uusapan naman po natin uh, sa araw na ito ay yung katulad doon sa binasa natin kanina. That God does not change. Sabihin po natin yun, God does not change. At anong tugon ang inaantay sa atin ng Panginoon? That we ought to obey God. Ang Diyos ay hindi nagbabago kung kaya tayo dapat na patuloy na sumunod. Uh, nabanggit ko kanina na kapag tayo nananalangin, pinapaalalahan na natin ng Diyos sa kanyang mga pangako, sa kanyang mga salita. Pero in return, I could just imagine, in return, gusto rin ipaalala ng Diyos sa atin ang mga pangako na ginawa natin para sa Kanya. I don't know if you have experience, pero nangyari na to sa akin before, na pagka ako'y nasa isang sitwasyon na alanganin, talaga, lalo na pag mabigat, there is a tendency for me na mangako sa Diyos. Bakit ako nangangako? Para lang matugunan yung, yung, yung kasalukuyan kong sitwasyon na kailangan ko ang kanyang tulong. You know? And pagka nasagot na ng Panginoon, yung kanyang uh, na, na gawa ng Panginoon ng kanyang pangako doon sa sitwasyon ko, minsan, o madalas, nalilimutan kong gawin yung ipinangako ko sa kanya. Sana hindi kayo kapareho ko. Sana po'y patuloy nating maalala na kung ano rin ang ipinangako natin sa Diyos, tayo'y magiging tapat na gawin ang mga bagay na ito sa kanya. Amen? Narito pa po kayo? Okay. Now, and so, regardless of what's happening sa buhay natin, we ought to obey God Dahil siya po ang Diyos na hindi nagbabago. Siya na nagahayag ng mga bagay-bagay noon ay patuloy pa rin nagahayag ng mga bagay-bagay ngayon. He is constant, unchanging, sinasabi nga. Dependable, maaasahan, reliable. Pwede mo siyang, you know, siya po yung mapagkakatiwalaan natin. And of course, we also need to understand dahil ang kalituhan dito is that Lagi tayo minsang may hirit na, akala oh, ko ba, Lord, gagawin mo to And yet, wala kang ginawa. Now, we need to understand that God is sovereign. And at the same time, He is all-knowing. Siya po alam niya ang lahat at siya po ang pinakamakapangyarihang Diyos. And for a person, or should I say, for God that knows everything and for God that, that is all-powerful, He knows what He is doing. Alam niya ang kanyang ginagawa. Kung hindi man matugon ang ating mga pinapanalangin at gusto sa buhay, hindi ito dahilan para tayo magtampo sa kanya. Amen? Okay. Now, nung sinabi niya that God has change, ang unang bukada niya agad, For I, the Lord, do not change. Sa kalagitnaan ng isang bansa, 
kanyang mga hinirang na sobrang tigas ng ulo na karapat dapat lamang na, na parusahan at husgahan, God remains faithful to the covenant He has with them. Kaya sabi niya, you know, hindi ako nagbabago kung kaya kayo'y hindi pa nauubos. Something like that. You know, the reason why in spite of yung mga uh, pagsakop sa inyo ng ibang bansa, in spite of the judgment dumating sa inyong, sa inyong mga buhay, whether individually or corporately as a nation, sabi niya, because I do not change until now, hindi pa kayo ubos. Ganong katapat ang, ang Diyos sa kanila. Pero siyempre, sa kanila, doon kapag ka ikaw ay nandoon sa sitwasyong alanganin ganon, minsan mahirap, panindi, or mahirap paniwalaan yung sinasabi ng Diyos na siya po ay hindi nagbabago. A promise is only as good as, a, as the person who makes it. Ulitin ko, ang pangako po is only as good as the person who makes it. May mga taong nangangako sa inyo na alam mo at the back of your mind kung magtitiwala ka o hindi. Tama po ba? Lalo na doon sa mga taong minsan nang nilaglag kayo. Doon sa mga taong minsan nang you know, hindi tumupad sa kanilang pangako sa inyo. Pero kapag ka ang isang tao'y kilala mo, regardless kung anong sabihin niyang pangako, you are always there to trust that person. Misan hindi pa tapos magsalita sila, oo, kilala kita. Alam ko, nagagawin mo yan. Now, si God, He is unchanging, yung kanyang unchanging faithfulness should have been the basis ng hope nila sa Diyos, ng mga Israelita. Kaya sinabi ng Diyos, hindi ako nagbabago, dapat na panghawakan nila yon. Kaya lang, ang nakakalungkot is that question nila ang katapatan ng Diyos. So I should say that God does not change in His character. We may not fully understand what He is doing, lalo na pag tayo'y nagkakaroon ng mga hindi nasasagot ng panalangin, o ikang ay nandun tayo sa sitwasyon na alanganin, you know, alam ng Diyos, sabi ko kanina, alam ng Diyos ang kanyang ginagawa, and because He is all-knowing, hindi siya maaaring magkamali, sa ginagawa sa buhay natin. Of course, maraming factors tayong dapat isaalang-alang pagdating sa mga bagay na ito. Now, imagine nyo, kung ang Diyos so ay fickle-minded, pabago-bago ng isip. Imagine nyo kung ang Diyos so ay moody, na may araw na nasa mood siya, ibe-bless ka, at may araw na siya ay medyo ika nga, eh, wala sa mood, at uh, naku, huwag ka makaka, makakabiro-biro at tatamaan ka. I, I mean, imagine ko ang Diyos natin ay ganun. Imagine ko ang Diyos natin ay katulad ng tao. Just like what the book of uh, Numbers says, you know, in, in Numbers 23, that the Bible says that God is not a man that He should lie, nor a son of man, that he should change his mind. Kung anong sinabi niya, ginagawa niya. Kung anong pinangako niya, tinutupad niya. Again, the question, eh, bakit hindi niya ginagawa? Again, God is sovereign. Alam niya ang kanyang ginagawa. Alam niya kung kailan dapat sagutin ang mga bagay-bagay na ating hinihingi sa kanya. Imagine this. Yung mga magulang po rito, ilan mga magulang dito? Yung may anak. Ilan ang magulang na walang anak? Okay. <laughs> Tayong mga mga magulang, mahilig tayong mangako sa ating mga anak. Ang tanong ko, gaano karami sa mga pangakong yun 
ang ating natupad. At gaano karami yung hindi natin natupad. Nung malilit pa yung mga anak ko, lalo na pag nasa labas kami, at nangungulit na, I usually give them a promise. But only to fail them. Why? Ba't ako nangangako? Para lang tumigil. I don't know if you have experienced the same thing. Now, we tend to give you mga promises natin. But we're not really sincere about the promises that we made. Mga unfulfilled vows. Nung Webes, na meron kaming kinasal ni Pastor Chico, kahapon may kinasal na naman ako. You know, and every time kami napupunta dun sa mga vows, yung mga pangako, yung kanilang sumpa, sa, hindi nila isusumpa yung isa't isa, pero yung sumpa nila na pangako. Uh, very aware ako and always remind them na you have to be careful with the vows, the pledge, the promises that you give to one another. Bakit? Binabantayan yan ng Diyos. Are you still here? Okay? Kaya nga, kung naalala yung redefine, ano sabi ni Jesus? Let your yes be yes and your no be no. More than this, it comes from the devil. You know? And minsan, ta- lalo tayo mga Pinoy, gusto natin yung mga pampalubag loob. Di ba? So, uh, kunyari, inanyayahan ka, pwede ka ba, pastor, sa ganito? Sasabihin mo lang, oo, hindi. Pero eh, titignan ko, ha? Pero in reality, wala kang planong pumunta. At saka, doon ka lang gagawa ng excuse sa araw na yun. Tignan mo ulit yung katabi mo. Sabi mo, wag mong gayahin si pastor. Alright? Okay. Now, sabi ng Panginoon, you have wearied the Lord with your words. Weary means iniinis. You know, iniinis yung Panginoon sa inyong mga salita. Subalit, ang tanong nila, ang sabi nila, how have we wearied Him? By saying, everyone who does evil is good in the sight of the Lord and He delights in them. Or by asking, where is the God of justice? No, pakutya nilang tinatanong ang Diyos, again, sarcastically, and they were accusing God that He is unfair. Why did I say that? Dahil ang sabi niya, nung sinabi niya na ang Diyos po ay unfair, because in His providence, ang Diyos, He blesses the righteous as well as the wicked. Remember the common grace? In Matthew chapter 5, He causes the sun to rise and the, the rain to fall both to the wicked and to the righteous. So sa kanila, unfair yun. Hindi pwede yun. Dahil ang isip niya, dapat sila lang ang nabe-bless. Narito po ba kayo? Parang obligation ng Diyos, i-bless sila. At pag hindi sila na-bless at may nangyari, hindi maganda because that's the second, uh, yung, yung accusation nila, they, they accuse God na, you know, why, why do the righteous suffer with the wicked? Dapat wicked lang ang mag-suffer. So, nakita niyo yung dalawang extreme? Binebless ng Diyos, ang righteous, ang matuwid, at ang hindi. And then, nagsasuffer ang matuwid at ang hindi. Yun ang pambalansi sa buhay. And for them, that's unfair. They always say, why do bad things happen to good people? Yun ang ageless ng tanong. Napakatagal ng tinatanong. Napakatagal ng usapin ang mga bagay na yan. But again, walang nagtatanong, Lord, bakit mo ako binebless? Why? Because they feel, they thought that God is obliged na i-bless sila. Alright? So yun ang issue nila. And when they, when they say, you know, where is the God of justice? No. Alam nyo, nung tinanong nila yun, hindi ba nila naisip na sila yung guilty sa harapan ng Diyos? And yet, they, they point their fingers sa ibang tao. To the wicked. Dapat pinaparosahan yung mga masasamang yan. 
eh sila nga yung sumabit eh. Doon meron na silang agreement. They were the ones who, who were unfaithful sa harapan ng Diyos. Now listen to me. Wicked, yung mga masama, they may prosper right now. At hindi tayo kailangang mainggit. Ano? Bakit itong kapitbahay ko, Pastor? Sila yung yumayaman. Eh samantalang, ang sama-sama ng ugali, corrupt naman. Ako, madalas ako, oh, lagi ako nasa simbahan, ba't hindi ako nabibless? Dapat ako ang i-bless. Eh, ito, masama ito. Ito nga, hindi nga ito nagtatights eh. Hindi nga nagbibigay ng offering, makunat pa sa balat ng inuya. Pero bakit yan ang nabibless? Now, pakinggan nyo to. Ang mga masasama, they may prosper right now. They may be blessed right now. And the righteous may suffer even right now. But trust me, trust me. Kung mag, mag-prosper man ang masama, ang sabi ni Jesus, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul and be cast away? What shall man give in exchange for his soul? Meaning, they may have all the material wealth sa mundong ito, pero kung wala si Kristo sa kanila, at the end of the day, mas lamang ka sa kanila. Bakit? Because you will be spending time with God forever and ever. Kaya hindi natin kailangan kaingitan. Amen. Yung iba naman, ikiklaim yung isang promise, ah, ako pasunda ako naingit sa mga masasama pagka, pag yumayamang sila kasi merong sinabi sa Bible that the wealth of the wicked are laid for the just ipinag-iipon lang nila ako. Uh, wag sanang gano'n ang maging panalangin natin, ha? Na, sige, pag-ipon mo ko, ibibigay din sa akin ni Lord yan. Wag, wag ko gano'n. Now, again, God remain faithful. He remains the same to the covenant He made with the patriarchs. Yung mga ninuno nila, kay Abraham, kay, kay uh, Isaac, kay Jacob, at doon sa labindalawang tribo. God has been faithful with the covenant ever since. Sila yung sumira doon sa parte nila, sa tipan na ginawa ng Diyos sa kanila. And yet, and yet, God has spared them. Now, think about that. Sa atin na lamang. Think about the faithfulness of God sa buhay natin. God has been faithful ever since. Sabi po ni Pablo, though we are faithless, He remains faithful. He cannot deny Himself. Imagine, from the time nung hindi pa tayo nakakakilala sa Panginoon, nung bata pa lang tayo, imagine, we may not fully understand it, but imagine the faithfulness of God in our lives. And yet, many times, whether we agree or not, many times, whether we deny it or not, tayo yung unfaithful sa Panginoon, and yet still God loves us. For me, it's more than enough. For me, that we all have seen and fall short of God's glory. For me, we are not worthy of any blessing and any favor from God. And yet, God in His grace and His mercy extended to us that favor, that grace, that ngayon. Sabihin na natin, maring wala tayo Pero hindi ka ba nagpapasalamat kahit wala kang pera, wala ka naman sa ospital? Hindi ka ba nagpapasalamat kahit wala kang pera, nakagising ka kanina? I mean, think about that. Those little things na minsan naniniglect natin because we're more focused on the material things and we thought that God is unfaithful. He is unfair. 
Let me just say this. Whoever God was, He still is. Let me say it again. Whoever God was, He still is. And then He continued. From the days of your father, you have turned aside from my statutes and have not kept them. Return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall we return? Now God started to appeal to them with a promise. There is an appeal and a promise. So what's the truth? God does not change. What was the issue? They have run away from God. They turned their back from God. Now, sabi ng Panginoon, balik na kayo sa akin. What does it mean to return? It simply means, I want you to trust me again. I want you to hold on to the promises that I have given you. I want you to once again obey the words that I'm telling you. Again, last week I've said, lahat ng mga inuutos ng Diyos sa atin ay hindi ho para sa Kanya, para sa atin. Lahat ng inuutos ng Diyos, wala hong pakinabang ang Diyos. Ang lahat ng ito, pag ginawa natin, nasa atin ang pakinabang. That's why Isaiah says, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. Now, the question is, yes, you may be, we may be obedient, but the question, but are we willing? Willing ba tayong gumawa o pilit nating ginagawa for the sake of obeying? It has something to do with our attitude. God challenged them to return to His Word and trust Him. Magbalik na kayo. And when, when they, if ever they would do that, now, sabi ng Bible, God will always show Himself strong on their behalf. Naalala nyo, eh, most of the time, pag nakikipag-gera ang Israel, hindi ang mga Israelita nakikipag-gera, ang Diyos ang lumalaban para sa kanila. That was the time when they remained faithful to God. But every time naman that they disobey God, hinahayaan o inaalaw ng Diyos na sila ho'y talunin at sakupin ng mga ibang bansa. The promise is based on the covenant that God made with them. Are you still here? Na- nasusundan niyo po ba yung So, with this, sabi niya, paano kaming, paano kaming babalik sa inyo? You know, you know, may pinangako ang Panginoon way back in Deuteronomy chapter 4, sabi niya, when you are in tribulation, meaning trouble, and all these things happen to, upon you, and in the latter days, you will what? Return to the Lord your God and obey His voice, for the Lord your God is a merciful God. Mahabaging Dios. He will not leave you or destroy you or forget what? The covenant with your fathers that he swore to them. That was the promise. Even before, that was what is included in the covenant. Yung tipan. More than the agreement, kasunduan nila to noon pa sa kanilang mga ninuno. Bakit? Simply because God does not change in his covenant. Now, let me just say this. When you made Jesus the Lord of your life, you come in, in under the covenant or you, you, you enter into a covenant with God. Now, the good thing is, is this. That covenant has nothing to do specifically with us, but it has to do with Jesus. Alam ng Diyos Ama that on our part, gaya ng mga Israelita, we cannot fulfill all the agreement in the covenant. Alam ng Diyos. And that's the reason why He sent His Son. And so, understand this. In the Old Testament, God made a covenant with different people. 
Merong covenant kay Adan. Merong covenant kay Noah. Merong Abrahamic covenant. Maraming covenant. Davidic covenant. Maraming covenant. Different people for different situations. God makes covenant. Why? Because covenant is sacred. Covenant is powerful. Covenant is, it will stand forever. Deuteronomy 28 na binabasa nating blessings and cursings are based on covenants. Parang sinasabi niya, this will happen to you if you obey. But this will happen to you if you disobey. And they come in agreement. Now, alam ni Lord, on our part, may hihirapan tayong ma-fulfill yung covenant na yan. So in the New Testament, what God did is that He made a covenant not with you, but with Jesus. And the benefit of that, doon tayo nakikinabang. So God the Father and Jesus come into a covenant agreement. That's the reason why Jesus laid down His life. That's the reason why He died for our sins, for you and me. Why? That is part of the covenant agreement nila. And all the benefits of what Jesus did 2,000 years ago, ikaw at ako ang nakikinabang ngayon kahit hindi tayo karapat-dapat. Amen! That's why we need to understand this. Lahat puro pabor. Mas madalas pabor sa atin, mga kapatid. Ganong katapat ang Diyos. Kaya muli no, sinabi niya, magbalik na kayo sa akin at ako'y magbabalik sa inyo. Pero panlalait na sinabi uli nila, eh, paano kami babalik sa iyo? Ano ba pag, ito na nga, eh, o oh, ayan, o oh, sige, o oh, oh, sige, God ka namin, o oh, ayan, bumalik na kami. But when they started to ask God, on how they shall return, interestingly, God answered them with a question. Will a man rob God? Yet you are robbing me. It, it's, it's a bit, parang interesting lang, ang issue is pagbabalik loob, at nung nagtanong sila, paano kami babalik sa'yo? Tapos, sinagot sila ni Lord ng tanong, pwede bang nakawa ng tao ang Diyos? Ninanakawan niyo ako eh. Now, God answered them with a question to, to stir up their thinking and linked yung, yung, yung thinking nila at saka yung kaisipan nila para maunawaan gaano katapat ang Diyos. Alright? Yun yun. Now, punahin niyo to. Yung problema nila has something to do with what they bring to God. Let's continue. Sabi niya, but you say, how have we robbed you? In tithes and contributions or offering. Now, listen. We need to understand the truth of the matter. Sayang lang. Wala akong masyadong time. But you see, tithe and offering are also included in the covenant agreement. Let me just sidetrack a little. In Leviticus, 27.30, it says, all the tithes of the land, and even as well as the animals, it belongs to God. It is the Lord. It is the Lord. So, bakit sinabi ni Malakai? O ng Diyos kay Malakai, nilalakawan niyo ako. Why? Because, listen guys, listen. Hindi ho natin binibigay ang ikapu sa Diyos. Sinosoli natin. Ibig sabihin ng ikapo, hindi atin. Kung hindi atin at hindi natin sinoli, anong tawag doon? Ninenenok natin. Pinipitik natin. Now, alam nyo, 
sa Biblia, basahin nyo, eh, ma- 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 matindi po yung, yung, yung paghuhusga ng Diyos sa mga nagnanakaw. In fact, ang lumang tipan, pinuputol nga ang kamay, yung iba binabato na hanggang mamatay. Now, don't you just look at me like that? Because this is important. Tithe belongs to the Lord. That's why it is wrong to say, nagbibigay naman ako ng ikapo. Hindi tayo nagbibigay. Hindi utang na loob ng Diyos pag tayo nagbigay. Nagsasauli lang tayo. Nalala ko nung panahon ng dating, ng dating Pangulo natin, nung bumisita rito yung, yung Prime Minister ng Japan, sabi niya, Oh, your president rubs you so much. And his wife, she rubs you even more. You know? Well, ibig sabihin, he loves you. you know? Pero pagkahapon nags- nagbasa at narinig natin, iba na dating eh. Hindi kaya ito rin ang dahilan kung bakit ang Pilipinas ay hirap na hirap lumago. Sa pagbibigay po, pagsasauli ng ika po at pagbibigay ng kaloob, walang pakinabang ang Diyos dito. Ang pakinabang nasa atin, wala sa Diyos. Okay? Gusto ko maging, maging clear dito. Whether magbigay tayo o hindi, magsoli tayo hindi, ang Diyos, Diyos pa rin. Pero tayo ho ang tinakamaan dun sa mga bagay na dapat nating maunawaan. Tignan nyo. Kaya sabi niya, you are cursed with a curse for you are robbing me and the whole nation, the whole nation of you. Now, let me clear on this. God may not curse us today. Okay? Ngayon ho ang araw na yun, hindi ho tayo sinusumpa ng Diyos. Pero, meron tayong tinatawag na self-inflicted consequences. Na- Naunawa niyo po ba? Nung namatay si Jesus Cruz ng Calvario, tinanggal na ho ng Diyos ang sumpa sa atin. So, si Lord hindi tayo sinusumpa. Pero, May mga consequences ang kasalanan na ginagawa natin. And we always say that we may choose our sins, but we cannot choose the consequences. Pwede tayong mamili kung anong kasalanan ang gagawin natin, pero hindi natin mapipili kung ano ang pwedeng maging bunga ng kasalanan iyon. So nung, nung tinugunan ng Panginoon, yung issue tungkol sa ikapu at kaloob, sabi niya, pagdanakaw ito. Sa harapan nila. Pero sila, alam nyo, one of the reasons why they stopped giving, because they thought, again, going back yung kanina, because they thought God, that God is unfair. Binebless yung, yung masama, sila hindi. Nagsasuffer sila, yung masama hindi. They thought God is unfair. Tinapangan sila, so they stopped returning what belongs to God. They start giving their offering. And now God started to address that issue to them in their face. There are consequences when we disobey. Why? Because again, whoever God was, He is still today. If God called them to answer on that issue, naniniwala ko God is still calling us today to answer the same issue. Dahil ang Diyos hindi nagbabago sa kanyang mga utos. Kung magbago man ang Diyos sa kanyang utos, sasabihin niya. Ina-address niya specifically. But on that matter, God has never changed His command. What was the command of God? Bring the full tithe into the storehouse. 
Dalhin nyo. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Ibig sabihin nun, simple yan. Huwag mong padala sa iba. Ay, hindi ako makakatin. Pakibigay nilang itong tayo. No, 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 no. Ikaw magbigay. Ikaw magsoli sa Panginoon. At sabi niya, bring the full tithes. Hindi staggered payment. Are you still here? In some other translation, bring ye the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be. Now, storehouse, storehouse. Saan yung storehouse ni God? Saan yung storehouse ni God? Oh, illustration, para maunawaan natin. Subukan yung mamaya pagkatas natin, subukan yung kumain sa Jollibee, magbayad kayo sa McDonald's. What is this storehouse? The storehouse is where you feed on God's Word. Eh, Pastor, eh, itong church dito sa tabi namin, nagsisimula pa lang, gusto kong tulungan, kaya doon ako, doon ako nagsasauli ng ikapuko. Okay, listen. It says, you bring the store, bring the, the whole tithes into the storehouse, there may be food in my house. Which means, listen, which means, if you want to help the church, go help them. Bring to them your offering. But when it comes to your tithe, it should be brought in the storehouse. Haven't you noticed, medyo komportable tayo rito? Malamig, nakakatulog ng libre, may entertainer pang pastor. And that is where our tithes and offering goes. Kung wala na tayong tithes and offering, balik natin natin, sa ilalim tayo ng puno. But how many of you are glad that God has been so faithful in blessing and entrusting us with such wealth and now ginagamit na nito for His glory and honor? Amen. Naintindihan ko po yung mga ibang kristyano, hindi ko rin masisi, dahil may mga kapwa rin akong pastor. Generally speaking, all over the world, may mga kapwa rin akong pastor na pinipitik yung tides ng mga tao. Now, on that matter, I don't judge them. God has His own perfect time to judge everyone on everything. Amen. Eh, pastor, eh, eh duda kasi ako eh, kaya hindi na ako nagbibigay. Okay. Hindi porket duda tayo doon sa pastor, hindi mo nabibigay. Bigay mo pa rin ang dapat ibigay sa Diyos. Hayaan mo si pastor ang managot kay Lord. God is fair. Amen. Are you still here with me? Okay. And, and again, the promise goes, sabi niya, kita niya, and put me to test. Alam ba niyo, mismo ang Diyos sabi, huwag mong subukan ang Diyos. Pero bakit dito sinabi niya, subukan niyo ako. Ito lang ang tanging lugar sa Biblia na sinabi ng Diyos, subukan niyo ako. Ba't niya sinabi, subukan niyo ako? Kasi pera yun eh. Alam niya ko, konti susubok. Pera yan eh. Issue yan eh. Pero sabi ko, naku Lord, wag mong susubukan yung mga tagalas pinyas. Susubukin ka na mga yan. Ha? So, anak Lord. <laughs> Lord, eh, eh, hindi, naman, eh, hindi ko naman pinagyayabang yung laspi. Pero, so, Lord, naku, eh, nakita nila yan, susubukan ka nila. Kaya ano sabi niya? Test me on this. See if you don't throw open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Amen. Now, pero paalala, nagamitin ko yung sinabi ni Perry, wag lang tayo mag-focus doon that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Doon muna tayo sa taas. Dalhin mo ng buong-buo ang ikapunan Diyos. Amen. But the real promise of this, ito po yun eh. Naalala nyo in chapter 2, nung, nung, as a great king, when they, yung sinabi ng Panginoon, you, you're not honoring me, doon, you know, it's the quality of the sacrifice ang issue. 
Pagdating dito sa chapter 3, it's the quantity of the sacrifice. In chapter 3, you know, nag-offer nga kayo, in-offer niya naman sa akin yung mga bulag, yung mga, yung mga may sakit, yung mga pilay. And dito naman, ang, ang, ang issue niyo, okay, dapat tama yung ino hindi lang tama yung ugali sa pag-offer, sa pagbibigay sa mga, kundi kailangan tama rin yung ino-offer. Now, if they understood that God does not change, then they will do it in a right manner. They won't doubt that He is able to perform what He had promised. Amen? Now, and then verse 11, and I'm done. I will rebuke the devourer for you, so that it will not destroy the fruits of your soul, and the vines in the field shall not fail to bear, says the Lord of hosts. And verse 12, sabi niya, all the nations will call you blessed. Now, listen. God says, when we obey Him, because He does not change, when we obey Him in this matter, the promise is this. He will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and nations will call your people, will call you blessed. How important is it when we, to return the Lord's time? Bakit ba inutos? Bakit ba mahalaga? Pakinggan nyo to. Naranasan nyo na huba na dumating ang pagkakataon na kayo po ay tumanggap ng salapi, pagpapala. Tapos, yung pagpapalang yun, dumadaan lang sa kamay nyo. Na, naranasan nyo na yan? O ako lang. Ilan sa'yo nakaranas mo? Para sigurado lang ako nasa tama akong... Okay, para po sa mga hindi nakaranas, wag po kayo magalala. Mararanasan nyo yan. Now, this is important. The promise of God... When we return, the Lord's tithe is this. Maraming mga pagpapalang dumarating at sabi sa book of Ecclesiastes, kalooban ng Diyos na ma-enjoy mo ang pagpapala mo. Hindi against si Lord na mag-enjoy ka sa pagpapala mo. Pero kung hindi yan na, na-i-enjoy natin at dumadaan lang, yun ang problema. Dahil ang pangako ng Diyos, sabi niya, babawalan niya ang mananakmal. Now, nung panahon nila, agrikultura. Okay? Kaya, ano yung mga mananakmal na yun? Yung mga peste, yung mga locust, yung mga iba't ibang mga insekto na sumisira ng kanilang harvest. Naintindihan niyo po ba? Yun ang pangako ng Diyos sa kanila during that time. Babawalan ko yung sumisira ng harvest nyo. You might ask ngayon, eh pastor, eh ngayon, eh, hindi naman po tayo agrikultura. Ngayon, nagtatrabaho kami. Tama. Pero meron pa rin mananakmal na kumakain ng harvest nyo. Minsan meron tayong pagpapala, biglang may emergency, may kailangan pagkagasusan, biglang meron kailangan dali, oh, tulungan and, and everything. And, dumaan lang. Could it be that your harvest is not protected because we fail to obey God on this matter? Tithe, returning, not giving, returning the Lord's tithe protects your harvest. But, listen, when we talk about tithes, we're not talking about any harvest here. Because harvest only comes when you give your offering, when you bless other people, when you help other people. It, it is a form of sowing. And what you sow is what you reap. Okay? Now, pakinggan nyo. Kaya sa Biblia, madalas magkasama ang tithes and offering. Because the tithes Protects your harvest. Pero kung puro tithes lang ang sinosoli natin, anong poprotektohan nga? Okay, wala tithes. Ako pa, sir, hindi ako sold out sa tithes eh. Lumang tipan lang yan. Offering lang binibigay ko. Okay. 
You give your offering. At ang pangako ng Diyos, when you give, it shall be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. Meron kang ang tinanim. May harvest ka. Hindi naman protektado. Kaya hindi mo rin napapakinabangan. That's why God says, when we return the Lord's tithe and give our offering, the tithes protects the offering, and the offering speaks of the harvest para protection, protection na neto. Na, naintindihan niyo po ba? Kaya nga, tithes and offering, madalas magkasama yan. And some of you may think, bakit dyan sa Victoria, namin namang bigay-bigay-bigay, may, may real life pa, mayroon love the city. Why? Because God has given us opportunities to sow. To sow good seed. Why? Because God knows that we've been faithful. Marami sa we've been faithful in returning the Lord's time. Now we need protection to the harvest. That's why in giving and returning the Lord's time, listen, always remember your two hands. You give what is right and not what is left. Ibigay natin kung ano yung tama. Huwag niyong ibigay kung ano yung tira. Huwag niyong ibigay sa Diyos kung ano yung natitira. Eh Lord, pasensya ka na. Ito lang eh. Now, we're talking of attitude. And when we talk about money, we're talking of the heart. Because always, money is an issue of the heart. That's why Galatians says, as we have opportunities, let us do good to all men, especially to those who are in the household of faith. Ang mabuting binhi, hindi itinatanim sa ordinaryong lupa, nagahanap ang mabuting binhi ng matabang lupa. And that is what is being taught here. Amen? Why? Because whoever God was, He still is. Ganun pa rin ang ginagawa ng Diyos sa atin. And all of this became possible simply because of this one truth. That's why in the New Testament, Jesus came. In the New Testament, Jesus represents us to the Father when He's in the presence of the Father. And Jesus represents the Father every time he is in our presence. He's the mediator, the link, the bridge, so that the faithfulness of God will now cause the blessings to flow to you and me. And in return, in return, in response, we also wanted to be faithful before God. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Give the Lord praise for that. Can we just all stand up right now? Father God, thank you so much. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord God, for even your integrity. That you're not a man that you should lie nor son of man that you should change your mind. What you've said, you'll do it. What you've spoken, you shall make it good. Father, thank you that your word will never return to you empty, void, but it will always accomplish whatever you pleases. And it will do the purpose of it. Thank you so much, Lord God. You are worthy. You are worthy. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You are eternal, oh God. And with that, we just worship you. Can we just all lift up our hands to God and start to thank Him and worship Him? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
Come on, open your mouth. Start to thank Him. Start to worship Him. Start to think about His faithfulness, His integrity.